So yeah, yeah I think they did a well, great job of what it. What was an example for one of one? Buddy, you put me on the spot there. I have no answer for you right now. <laughs> I mean, you just finished the essay. <laughs> yeah, I watched like six episodes in like two days. <laughs> kind of blended together, man. <laughs> yeah, What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. G, here with episode, what, uh, 81? Yes, 81 yes, of the Straw Hats. Like <laughs> I know, bro. It's, 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 the, it's the nervousness, bro, trying to sit. I, 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 I almost messed up last week, too. I had like a hesitation. <laughs> Yo, but thank you all for being here. Um, please, if you, can, if you haven't, drop us up. Uh, help us get to 200 followers. Uh, we are so close. We are at 173 right now. So, yes, you know, help us get there and you know we'll keep making more content for y'all uh here with the gang uh with the exception of d3 he's missing out because he did not want to watch the live action and you know we respect it it is what it is so we got captain cali mac back what's good brother hi hey guys <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to be back my pc is, is is still a little shot so no camera and i can't host it so my co-cap, Mr. G, gonna hold it down for us today, though. Feel me? It's hey. very much appreciated, brother. Got you, bro. That's, that's what we do, right? Let's go. Yes, sir. Next up, yo, we got that straw hat mod. What's good, brother? Look good, y'all. I'm ready to talk about some live action. Uh, this is gonna be a fun episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Is it? Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Well, as I said, D3 is not here. So, last but not least, what is good, Why us? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. I literally finished the live action at 2:42 a.m. last night. So, uh, I was, I'm fresh off it, so I'm, I'm super excited to talk about. That's it. That's funny. I, I finished my fourth know, my fourth uh, watch last night also. I, I definitely just finished the last episode like an hour ago. I'm <laughs> yeah, I did do it though. So as you guys can see from the stream, uh, and also those of you that are on Podbean, or, you know, audio listeners, check out the stream on YouTube, uh, you know, and on Twitch. You get to see all the visuals. We are talking about the One Piece Netflix One Piece live action today, yo. Full season one review. I know we did a brief one in one of our episodes previous uh, of episode one. But now the crew has seen it, as as they said, you know, last night and this morning. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it and let's, let's, let's get into it, yo. Oh, a quick shout out, yo. Quick shout out to my team, bro. We finally won our first fucking game of the season, maybe. Yo, we won 3-2. Yeah, it was so hype, yo. Well earned, man. Let's go, Knights. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, definitely big W, bro. Oh god, <laughs> that's uh, lit. <laughs> a whole like like uh, last season, like we lost all, we lost like most of our games and ties, and finally like early in the season we got a dub, and uh, you know, thank goodness. But Looking up, man. The Shahazin only takes dubs. Only takes dubs, baby. Uh, so speaking of dubs, Oda. Does not miss. Never. Bro, live <laughs> action. Three mediums, baby. Manga, anime, live action. People thought, people doubted, but my my guy did it, baby. My guy did it. What'd you guys think? I agree. Like, it's, it's, I think it's just proof at this point that One Piece is just goaded as one of, if not the greatest, uh, just piece of medium 
for uh for fiction of all time. Like <laughs> it so much traction and I see so much so I, I swear it feels like ever since uh like twenty nineteen on forward, I just been seeing one piece stuff everywhere. Yep. And now I'm seeing it even trickled into things that normally don't talk about anime and stuff like that. And it helps and this live action has definitely uh helped progress with that because Big. now I got people that don't uh normally watch one piece of stuff said that they checked out the uh the live action and it, it's made them kind of interested so i think it's doing its job pretty well it is I'm very happy big catalyst it. bro huge catalyst uh, i also think it's a, like you said like the like the timing is so good because like you said it's been blowing up and all the like chose a great time uh when it's so popular, you know, like the, the Gear Five hype in the anime was just around the same time. Yep, yep, like, yep. It, it was actually like amazingly timed. The final saga was, you know, well, well, in, in full swing. So, uh, I just, yeah, I gotta give him shouts for the timing. It, it, it was so clearly it was well, well timed because you know the reception was perfect. Um, yeah, I, 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 I definitely, I was not as, uh, I was not as like. Hopeful. prepared as mr mr was ready to fuck with it the second it came out and yeah. it was proven he was proven right i gotta give him that he was proven right but for me i was i was a bit more skeptical but i always maintain if oda has a hand in it that's the only reason i even watched it if oda had nothing to do with that i would never have watched it facts bro um so yeah and clearly <laughs> his, his his touch show because i i had a good time i enjoyed it very much word uh so uh kind of my crash real quick he'll come back where you guys how do you guys want to start this i know because we have a whole season season one review type of way right you know, discussion type of talk. Uh, yo, 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 he's back. Callie's back. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, Callie, uh, real quick, what did you think of season overall, one? Yeah. yeah, overall of the live action. Um, I definitely feel as if they did a good job. Definitely have mostly positive things to say about it. Um, my number one biggest thing that i appreciate from the series as i was watching it the entire time was i don't know how they did it but they managed to portray the emotional impact of the story the same way that the original mediums did and i feel like for with something like one piece where those emotional peaks are really fucking high for you to be able to even reach a a symbiont of that is, is something to be to be celebrated for sure. Oh, definitely. I definitely appreciated that. There were moments where I would really be sitting there cheesing, geeking at the fucking street TV like I'm reading the manga. Like, <laughs> bro, same, bro. Oh, over the, the big moments. Like, I think that that that's 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 hard to do, especially with a story like One Piece. That's hard to do. So I I definitely appreciate that that they were able to to portray the emotional parts like that. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I agree. They did a very good job, man. The cast, everything, like. Yeah, the cast um, is my second biggest. Like the fucking cast was fucking amazing. Yeah, bro, so great, cool. great, great, great. Like, I I was rewatching it with my my boy because he he just finished watching it for the first time and he's like, bro, I love Usopp. He's like, yes, he's like, yes, Usopp yes, was yes. perfect. Jacob, like, he did a great yeah. job. Like, he yeah. like they like he was like I wasn't sure how they were gonna do it, but like he just like he just like is Usopp and like. Bro, like the pro- and also the f- uh, to me the fishman the the 
the practical effects, the you know the, the there wasn't all, like they weren't CGI. The fishmen looked great. They you did. know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, dude, when fucking when uh, I mean it's fresh in my mind because I just watched the last two episodes before we started, but. When when uh Luffy knocked some of Arlong's teeth out and they had this the effects oh. of them regrowing and shit. Hell yeah. That shit that was, was crazy, crazy bro. Yeah. Another Fishman moment was uh the, the, the karate guy, I think his name is Kurobi or Kurobi or something like that. Yeah. He, when he like dives underwater. That was so cool. Yeah, like he like he like does like a twirl, he swims and he breaks through some rocks. That scene was so perfectly shot. And also I feel like cause they obviously sped it up, but it didn't feel that way. It felt like he was I don't know how they. I don't know how they. They told him to move because in when it was sped up, it didn't look unnatural. And no. that was crazy. To me. Oh, dude, it was so cool because like, dove in perfectly. You know, I used to be a swimmer, so like, everything with a dolphin kick. It was just so natural because that's that's yeah. that's how a fisherman would fucking would swim, right? Like, and he was like that fight between man Sanji and Zoro. Like, man. All right, so this will be a, like a season one review overall how do you guys want to start it should we start from at the beginning or should we start from like are we just going to parts and just talking about it uh yeah why don't we just free why don't we just free free form it because uh we could i mean i think there's like general things that we can talk about we talk yeah about- i think we break it down by the different aspects of the uh, show rather than go through like a chronological order thing i, I agree i agree okay um uh, so you yeah, y'all want to start with the cast, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say let's get back to the cast because I I wanted to say yeah, about I want to talk about the episode, yeah. man. I I was so pleasantly surprised by the way everybody just did their thing. Who who, who did you guys? Who, which performance did you guys like the most? Ooh, I'm a, honestly, I wish there was more Sanji, bro. I wish I really enjoyed Sanji a lot, dude. Me too. He was smooth as fuck, and like he like oh, I thought he was so cool. And uh, and I really like I said I really fucking loved Usopp too. Uh, I I actually think that when Usopp joined <laughs> the crew, like the second they got to his village, I actually feel like the like those one I'm looking for the synergy and chemistry like went through the roof for all of them. Like yes. he like elevated everyone. Yes. Like with, with his interactions between them. My my favorite my it still might be the funniest moment in the show is when him Luffy and Zora are in the are in the bar kitchen or whatever of the of her of her house, and he's like, "You think Kyle like likes me?" And Zora just stares at him. <laughs> And then he's like, "You're asking the wrong guy." I <laughs> yeah. cried, bro. bro. Was, yo, and and McKenyu was perfect too as Zoro. Yes. He was so fucking yes. cool. Like, bro. Oh cool. man. And then, but you know, I will say, uh, as as hopeful I was of, of the of the live action when we watched the teaser and the trailer, I wasn't sure about Nami, right? Because they gave her like that terrible line in the t- in the trailer about the oceans, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I don't know. But yo, she honestly surprised me, bro. Like she was awesome, like through and through. Like I liked how much action Nami did from the beginning, and like she was holding her own, and like she hit, she hit the scene, bro. She hit yeah, me personally, scene. yeah, no, me personally, that's my favorite. That was my favorite uh, act of all the Straw Hats. She, especially after she hit that that exact moment, she oh, hit that shit out the fucking park. I'm not gonna lie absolutely floored me bro like i i i when i first saw it, i was brought to, to i was brought to tears i was like damn like he definitely did her thing i will say i will say if i'm being 100 percent honest though my least favorite was probably luffy man i completely agree okay I, sure. I i i you know what really threw me off i don't even think that let's see the name I- I- inaki inaki uh inaki yeah. 
Inyaki. Yeah. I, I don't think that he's even I think he's actually a really talented actor. I think and my problem might be personal. I think it was the lisp and the slight accent behind the way that he talked. I think that threw me out of character a lot more times than not. That's fair. I, I mean, I it like just, the accent, but it, it it was no. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily bad. I think I'm just. I think it's just so different than Luffy's character. I think that even through the differences of the other characters in the live action compared to the manga anime, they still had enough similarities to where I could still see them as the characters in the show. I feel like Luffy or Inuyaki as Luffy was the only character where I felt a slight disconnect. Even though he played the character really fucking well. There were definitely moments where I I felt the peaks and he felt like Luffy, but there was definitely a lot of times where I felt the disconnect between the actor and the character where I didn't feel that way with the rest of the cast. And I think 90% of it is really just the voice and the lisp and the way that he talked would just throw me out of it a little bit. But I, I I definitely don't think he was bad. Just probably my least favorite out of all the strats. That's fair, that's fair. I mean, it'd be like that. I do yeah. think he, to me, he got, he's, he was okay at first, right? But I think he got progressively better, like, uh, throughout, as the story went on. And I, I don't know, I think he'll just get, uh, better as, as the series goes on. Yeah. I wanted to say, uh, Maude, who, who, who was your, like, favorite and, like, what were your, what were your thoughts on the cast and the strats? Um, so, even, so yeah, I I I think <laughs> I think uh Luffy was my favorite. Uh and I think that because like I understand the uh the criticism behind behind it. Like I completely get it how his voice could take you out of um the idea that he's Luffy or like that Luffy is like this or whatever. But to me personally, it fits because I always remembered that interview that Oda had where uh, someone asked him, hey, if the Straw Hats were real, where would they be? Like, what nationality would they be from? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Oda did say that Luffy would be from Brazil. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can be Brazilian without having a lisp, though. I think that's two different things. Yeah, it, it is, but at the same time, I imagine that if Luffy was real, he probably would have an accent. Yeah. It, it, like I think that's just a cadence to a. I think the whole. I honestly, I think that uh, that criticism is co- comes from a place of we expect cadence to an English speaking audience uh, completely. When at the end of the day, technically every character is like from a different section of the world. Just yes. like in One Piece itself, mm-hmm. everyone's nationality is you know different and obviously the two worlds they're not going to be the same like i think Oda said like robin would be from russia or something like that so yeah. if he brings in uh robin in the future will he bring in a russian voice actor you know what i mean or and will she have also a a, a russian accent <laughs> you know so and that could take that could potentially take you out of you know that being robin just because of that accent and stuff but to me this is what the point is, is that, you know, different people from around different parts of the world come together because they all have a dream and they all want to express it and, you know, live it, even no matter what their difference is. Luffy's crew, even in the manga and anime, has always been about, oh, I don't care how different you are. Just like with Chopper talking about, 
oh, I'm a monster. I, why would I do it? Luffy's like, who cares? Get on my boat. Like, yep, yep, whatever. Yep. Like, that is, like, the spirit of One Piece. So, to me, I think it makes absolute sense that, like, Luffy has an accent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he's supposed to embody the, you know, the the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, that... I think what I would give Kelly like, the what I understand, because I, I think the real complaint is that it, it shines through in some ones and doesn't in others. Like, he'll give a line that you won't even realize the list. And I think the real problem is the list. It's not the accent, because, like, Sanji has an accent. Um, yeah, I have accent. no problem with anybody else's accent but Luffy's. Yeah, I feel like the point was misconstrued a little bit. I have no I problem agree. with anybody's but Luffy's. It's literally, yeah, his just it does not fit. But I also think you should anyway. do a, I think you should do a good job of, like, I think you got to do a better job of, like, contrasting the list and the accent. I think, like, it's a compounding problem that you have. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. No, 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 you're right. I, I was thinking about it because it, it, it I feel like it, it's probably the list more so than the accent, but the way you said I, it made me realize. That's what I understood. It. That's what I understood. It's, but I, it's the way that they, yeah, they work around each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, that's like, I understood that. And I think it came off as more accent for these guys, which which, which I don't. Okay, I don't no, I, I, I did say accent though, so you're right. Yeah. Yeah, getting me offended. Yeah, I think, bro. I, okay. damn, bro. Okay. I had a Spanish <laughs> accent. I had to talk. I had to watch <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, I, I misspoke. You're right. I definitely I didn't mean it like that. Right. No, but I actually think that like the like it it kind of shines through more in some moments where like it doesn't sound like he has one, and then on sometimes you realize he does. Uh, but like I, I get that, and I actually think Arlong is another example of that who changed the way he talked on some lines. Like he would do the like the really deep voice and yeah, yeah. talk more proper, and then sometimes he would pull on the car out to any towns, baby. <laughs> yo, yo, facts, yeah, deep in his voice, but sometimes he was he sometimes he would sound like the like a brother out of you know like I just met out of on the street, you know he's like yeah. yo, he called like it wasn't like, even a brother, it was like a, a mixture of of a brother and perfect cell, bro. That shit was crazy. Was like, <laughs> bro, yes, and I think the way he I think the way he put between sometimes was a bit jarring. So I understand that about Luffy, but my real issue with Luffy is the writing, one thousand percent. I just think, but I realized oh, here's the thing. Also, because I said it in the first episode, and then when I finished it, I realized a lot of things were changed very purposefully. Like I think that my problem with Luffy's writing is that it feels like he's doing the thing. Where he like just I think everyone does it also like a lot of people do it. like they have, they talk a lot about like their thoughts and ideals like niggas wax poetic in this shit way more than in regular One Piece like they they talk about the like the the morals behind their thoughts stuff like that uh, and Luffy is like oh be a good marine and he's like in his first episode he's telling Luffy Kobe what the difference is blah 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 um, or it's like yo I want to be here for my friends and stuff like that or like oh I'm never gonna give things Zoro in his dream he was being pretty repetitive in saying that yeah. and I think Luffy is way more nonchalant period but I also think they wanted to make Luffy more relatable. And which is like in the beginning, he doesn't show any sort of signs of like a be of being like a someone who takes others into consideration. Um, and, like until it really matters, of course, like Vivi and stuff like that, and Nami's past stuff like that. But when it comes to like your, your regular stuff, like I, I brought up the example when I was talking in episode one, where me and Mister when we reread uh, Orange or uh, Orange Town with the dog and buggy, and he tells Nami, "Sure, I'm sure you have your reasons for hating pirates. I'm not gonna lie, I don't give a fuck though." Don't tell me, but I, I believe you. You know, I understand. Uh, but Luffy would not say that in this. I'm sure in this live action, yeah, he'd be like, "Yo, tell me about it. How can I help you?" Stuff like that. Um, so it's a bit different, but I think they're trying to go for something different. Uh, and I think because I was surprised by the end, because I was I didn't like the, the the way Garp was until the very end, because when he said he was testing him or whatever. Um, yeah. So I think they wanted to make Luffy a bit more relatable, show some more growth and stuff like that. So that's my real like to me. I don't think they did. I don't think it. I don't think it felt like the like the Luffy 100. percent but yeah. I think they were going for something, so I'm not gonna like fault them too much for it. And hopefully, it landed with people that didn't watch One Piece. Who knows? Yeah, 
I am gonna fault him for it. <laughs> yeah, real, <laughs> real, should have better. They should have done better. I agree with you, bro. Because Luffy was also my least favorite straw hat. Okay, I mean, hey. Um, but I, I still laughed at like a lot of moments, stuff like that, and also the Arlong Park moment, like the when he's like, "Of course I'm gonna help you," and then he turned around, like, and the crew was just sitting there. That shit was fucking raw. That yeah. shit was yeah. as sick as it was gonna be in the manga. That was fire. Yeah. You know what's funny about that scene? I actually feel different. Like I don't know everybody else like that scene, and I think and I understood what they were going for, and I and I uh, and I do have criticisms, but <laughs> I I felt a little disconnected when Luffy was yelling in the air like of course I like of course I totally, totally agree with you brother um I, because... I I'm sorry no go ahead go ahead you're all good it's all good I felt I don't know about you Callie but I felt like they should not have done that I, I felt it, like it would have been just better if he put the hat on Nami right and just turn around and just like you know I don't know not just Cut the music, cut any like tension, and then just like look at Luffy, and he's like, "Of course, like just of course I will." Just like yeah, I I have a lot of contrivances with that scene that we could talk about when we talk about the overall story, but um, I do one hundred percent agree that Luffy brought the scene down for me because before that, um. Uh, I like I said I do have some 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 issues with the way that the scene was presented, but when Nami actually gets into the scene, I I I felt the tears like she nailed that shit to the fucking T. Yeah. And then Luffy comes out and just swings his arms like wacky inflatable tube man outside the car wash and goes from a whisper to a to a pained yell like it it definitely took exactly. me out of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's different because. Here's the thing, when they did the scene, when you do that scene and they did it in the anime or whatever, it makes, because, like, the music was also there to pump up the the, the event and everything like that. And it, it, it that makes that scene way more impactful in the anime. But when you do it in live action and you cut the silence and you cut it to everything, but you, you see him just straight up yelling, it just feels... Because it don't... Because no, who would... Because who does that in real life, you know what I mean? Like, if something tragic is happening to a friend or a peer or something like that, and they're yelling into the skies like that, it just feels a little... Okay, wait, I think, I think I'm think i a little confused on what you're saying. You're saying you don't like the fact that he yelled at yeah, all. That's what he's saying. No, yeah. if, no I'm fine with... I could have been fine with it if they didn't t- cut the... Uh, if they didn't make it that intense um because what i'm saying really yeah because they could have because my problem is like the settings behind the yell you know what i mean so uh it's 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 because they cut the music they like cut any kind of um any kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for uh flow into that scene and when luffy was you know, consulting Nami and stuff like that, and you know she hit she hit her scene properly. She hit that uh, a one, but Luffy's response to to that and everything around that kind of made that scene feel dull to me because I felt like if Luffy's like like you said earlier, like talking in a low tone to consult her and everything like that, and then 
I felt like it should have just continued like that based off of how they were uh, editing the scene themselves. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a drastically different. It goes to a drastically different uh, tone because of how they edited it overall. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm partially in agreement with you because I, I will, I feel like. Because yeah, what I feel like what just correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying that because you're saying that the because he yells in the in the in the source material, he screams at the top of his lungs. Of course, I help you. But you're saying that you don't think that that would have translated well to live action. Because Based off of how they edited it, no. Because at the end of the day, right, like how you shoot scenes and stuff like that, it's going to be different than the end product, right? Because they got to go back, re-edit it, put, decide to put music over it, decide to change camera shots, all those different things that can help bring out the scene to life. But, you know, I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, they did their lines fine. And, you know, I felt the, yeah. the inspiration behind Luffy doing that and it's not the actors themselves, I should say. Okay, it's, you know, I, I think we're in agreement then, because yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's definitely more so the writing. I definitely think they should have either stuck with the whisper, like if he had just said, yeah. oh, "I'll help you," and then yes. turn yeah. something a little bit fine, or if, or, or if they had just stuck to the straight source material, and she, he just puts the hat on him, turns around, and then yells. And just, yeah, yeah, let's. I agree. I agree on the last yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck to one or the other, I think the scene would have translated a lot better than for him to go from this low whisper. So okay, yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, but yeah. once but once he does do that and he turns around and they're all there, I thought that shot was really well. Yeah, I know. he's like it was, it was literally cut and paste from from yeah, the, it was from perfect. The, that was perfect. Story. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. No, I definitely, um, I definitely after watching it again yesterday, I was like, I do agree. If they just went with the like the, you know, tough like strong whisper you know like like angry whisper like he did at first right and then just walked away and then like let's go and then like everyone you know instead of but or like you said puts the hat on turns around then yells they definitely should have done one or the other yeah i agree um, um uh i was gonna ask how do y'all felt about the casting for the uh oh well wait hold on before, before i do i just wanted to ask y'all how do y'all feel about the contrast between like how the characters, how the casting have to portray their characters here versus the uh, anime, the stark difference, right? Because I don't know, I don't think I'm the only one that noticed this, <laughs> but Zoro and Nami in particular are way yeah, more, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're way more uh, Debbie Downer than than their anime uh, counterparts. Definitely, yeah, definitely, the, definitely. At the, at the beginning, how do y'all feel about that? When you say Debbie Downer, I said what I mean by that is basically so. Okay, I, I'll just give an example. So you know how when Zoro, uh, when Luffy saves Zoro, he you know immediately declared himself at, or not declared himself, but he said like, "Yeah, I'll be your vice captain, but you get in my way, I'm gonna yeah. I'll, I'll kill did. you or whatever." Yeah. Right after that, see, I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember when Zoro was asking? So you know. What, where's our ship? And, you know, where's our crew? Da, 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 da. And Luffy's like, oh, it's all right. This is it. And, and it's like, and 
who's our boys our crew? It's just us. And, and, and Zoro was laughing. And he was like, did I basically sign myself up to the worst captain of all time or something? Like, you know what I mean? So he, but he was still getting weak and he was still laughing at stuff and having a good time with uh, Luffy and stuff. Here, Zoro is, uh, they made it so that like Zoro is more uh, stoic. But yeah, broody. Uh, he mm-hmm. lightens up That's an more as uh, time goes on and stuff like that. It's kind of the same thing with Nami too. Like I think I think it was like a it was it was an like a, I think it was a decision of like the 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 tastes of different audience. I think they wanted like a more dry, sarcastic kind of vibe for Nami and I'm the whole crew. Honestly, like other than Luffy, uh, has like a lot of dry sarcasm moments, um, which I think is a, like a taste difference. Like I just, I don't really see that in too much earlier anime like the 90s the 90s 2000 shonen um like that's too overly used. To like, that's definitely a testament to like western yeah the, the western like what you really see in, in in tvs and movies these yeah. days yeah yeah so i think I, I think it's that kind of thing it's a taste it's like a they did that like i clearly could tell they changed it for, on purpose to suit you know more western taste um i thought it was pretty funny for like a lot of the moments i think some like, a few moments had me like rolling my eyes and like all oh, kill me type shit um it I wasn't, think there was moments of that than that of you know, I think there were more moments where it was I genuinely enjoyed them that I, I felt I like. Agreed. I completely. I was gonna say those moments, those role moments were very few and far between. So yeah, yeah. I think they did a well, great job of what it. What was an example for one of one? Buddy, you put me on the spot there. I have no answer for you right now. <laughs> I mean, you just finished the essay. Well... Yeah, I watched like six episodes in like two days. <laughs> kind of blended together, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking crying. But yeah, no more. But ninety nine percent is like that. That dry sarcasm it had a purpose, I think, and it, it worked pretty well. I, I don't, I, I don't hate it, but I hate Luffy's changes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Got to be real with you. But I don't mind. I don't mind Zoro and Zoro and Nami's. And I think they also made Sanji more upbeat a little yes. bit to contrast that because mm-hmm. Sanji was. Not he was he Sanji has always been since he was introduced like an in between of like Usopp, Luffy, and Zoro. You know what I mean? He's always been like an in between, like he's not as stoic as Zoro, he can be more upbeat, more whatever, but he's not as goofy as like Luffy, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But here they've kind of made him like more closer to Luffy and Usopp than to Zoro and Nami as like a start. Uh, contrast, but I uh, saw someone else talk about how they may have done that just so that you know there's a little bit of a balance because of Nami and Zoro's uh, stoicism and and stuff like that is more hardcore in uh in the live action than it is in the anime. So because of that, they made Sanji more upbeat. Even at the end, if you uh <laughs> when they did the uh the uh the toast. And on the crate, you know, there you you see San, you see Sanji, Luffy, and Usopp are the only ones that are yelling in the air, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like Nami and Zoro, they chuckle. <laughs> so, so I, but I like it. I, I feel I, I mess with it, but I just thought like you know that is definitely different, and I understand the direction. But you see, but it was so cool to see Zoro look, warm up to Luffy, especially when he was captured by Buggy, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Uh, he's rubbing off." He was like, "Yeah," he was like, "You know, you really think he's gonna be the Pirate King?" It's like, well, I mean, he's kind of rubbing off on me a little bit, and it, it, like he believes in himself. He's good. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like 
So I, I, I like that. I like I, I like it so much. Yeah. I think and I think Sanji's sense. is a good change. Sanji's I really I really enjoyed his like you said it's more upbeatness. I think like usual Sanji is like a bit of a like he'll 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 roast niggas like he'll you know he's a bit of a of a dickhead I think. Um but this Sanji was was especially with the crew, he was he he was way more like charming in, in his in his jokes. It was way it felt more good natured uh and more playful. Yeah. And I think that was dope. Like even versus Zoro, if like I think like obviously Zoro Sanji that like, rivalry is hilarious, but I, I think in, I think in the manga in the anime like obviously they have mad love for each other and they'll you know, they would die for each other. But I think these niggas really hate hate each other on the whole. But I didn't get that feeling on the in the in the in the live action. I think like they were they I, it felt pretty cordial. I, I liked it. It was. Sanji you know, was, I I I would, I would I would dispute that point in the manga, but it's only maybe it's because I just finished the live action, but I just remember the specific scene from Wano. After, while I was watching the last episode of the live action where uh, Zoro and Sanji fighting against the army of fishmen and they're bouncing with each other and shit. Yes, I love um, I love that scene. Yeah, no, and I definitely agree that they you definitely can sense the camaraderie in the live action. Maybe more so than the original story. I don't know if I'd agree with that necessarily. But I do remember one specific scene in Wano that stuck with me that, that made me realize that they, they do, you know, share some sort of mutual respect for each other. And it was... Um, I think it's the only time they've ever actually spoke cordially to each other. It was when they were, I think, about to fight king and queen. And then it was the end, the end of the chapter. And then Zoro's like, "Hey, yo, yeah." He's like, "Hey, uh, yeah. cook. If we if we get this, you know what happens, right?" And then he's like, "Yo, we're one step closer, man." Yep. One I step actually, closer I think I can point to uh, uh, the punk hazard moment even more so when I think they're both of them say at least once in that arc, like. Oh, Sanji's with them, they'll be fine. And Sanji says, "Oh, they have Zoro with them. That, that guy's a bastard, but they'll be fine." Type shit. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like I said, I think like a thousand that they would like that, that. I'm not saying they're closer in live action or anything like that, but I think like the they like the the their their fighting feels way more like I would kill this nigga given the chance in the manga, like obviously playfully, but in the live action, it's more playful, it's more fun. Um, oh, so we didn't get just, a lot of time with them though. Remember? Yeah, thousand percent, thousand percent. That's why I didn't want to compare it too much, but I felt yeah. like in this, it doesn't. It, like I enjoyed it. It felt. It felt. It felt a bit more. Like Sanji especially felt more like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. I'm teasing you almost. I That's do love, true. I do love that Zoro keeps calling him waiter. <laughs> He's like, I don't yeah. know about that waiter guy. Like, you know, uh, but uh, and I did like when because uh, Sanji's like, we need, uh, we need to help Luffy, and then like Zoro's like, the f- you just got here. The fuck you know what what Luffy needs, bro? Like, like who <laughs> is this guy? But uh, <laughs> yeah, even though they were like bantering, but they were still you know having each other's back. Like that, I thought the the, the choreography was really good, uh, especially during that like big scene at the end. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the fishman fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fishman fight. Yeah, choreography all throughout was yeah. amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And, and I think that's like, the impressive too. thing. I think that's the impressive thing about live action, like because obviously it always feels like. Um, that like it doesn't look good uh, in others, and this one they when we we, talk, we talked about like how goofy you know One Piece is and the powers are so out there, and so they did they did an amazing job like Luffy's punches like versus Arlong for example like they felt snappy and they felt uh, they felt they felt like they, it didn't feel out of place you know no. when I was looking at it so they I did an amazing job. One thing I like about that was that at first right when they first fought each other his punches weren't affecting him because he like didn't know how hard he had to punch him right like and I and I like that like. As as he fought again, like he learned to adapt to that shit and make you know. Like, I think Luffy had some of the weakest choreography. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, I, I definitely don't. Lowers my uh, opinion of. Yeah, character. I mean, 
That's fair. And I understand that. I understand that it's probably. I think that his was more so a budgeting problem because they couldn't have this nigga doing CGI punches every scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had to use the shit sparingly, so it definitely didn't feel as much of a Luffy fight. Which it's just again an understandable gripe, you know, because you can't have. I you can't have be spending fifty million every scene. To have this thing go all out, stretching yeah. every fight, you know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks, but, but it, it it does suck though. Yeah, but they were. It, there's a big question then, because I mean, I know we're talking about choreography now, but like you know, you could kind of get away with it right here, but as you know, as time goes on, you know, it's going to be more. It should get theoretically get more intense, uh, mm-hmm. because you know, how you going to incorporate you know his moves plus gear, uh, second your third, you know, and it, heaven forbid if we get all the way up to Wano with Kaido versus Luffy, that shit is mm-hmm. going to be so CGI. Good luck, <laughs> like, yeah, good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I, I think the thing with the Luffy choreography specifically, because it's so CGI oriented, is that just like they did in this season, they're going to continue to do a, a primary focus on like close range with the occasional gum gum move thrown in there yeah but the but like you said the problem is the fights get more over the top so it's going excuse me they're they're going it's if they stick to if they try to stick as close to the source material as possible it's definitely going to look a lot more contrived um they're going to have to but they're already changing we already know they're going to change up the story but they're definitely going to have to change up a lot of the plot to accommodate the luffy fight scenes especially if we get further into the future you know because as it is right now i don't know how good it's going to look when we when we start moving up to these other fights and i also had uh and and also that you could see it kind of see through at the end right like did y'all notice in the choreography when they uh busted through arlong park like you know how they did in the anime how you in the anime and manga luffy did fight you know fodder uh he like they 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 all like you know whooped the fodder like pretty convincingly but here they had luffy avoid the fodder so that he don't have to fight so that they can just save it for our law probably for budget reasons so i i kind of don't like that i like to see luffy beat up fodder because it's kind of like but luffy wasn't fighting fodder in all, all along was he no he, no he didn't fight a single fight you in fact i remember a scene where Luffy, where uh, Nami, where uh, the scene where Luffy was like, "Where's Allah?" and Nami's like, "He's probably in the treasure room, yeah. the map yeah, room." Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no! I meant, I meant in the in the source in the in, yeah, any yeah, manga. Yeah. In oh, any no, manga, he, he didn't, he didn't fight Father in in Arlong. He did. He because what happened was he busted through, right? He was like, "Which one of you was Arlong?" And he punched Arlong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "That would be me," and then he punched him, right? And then that, and then after that, all the fodder like kind of dogpiled him, Zoro, and Sanji, and then they just kind of like mollywopped the fodder like convincingly. In fact, one of the scenes, Luffy planted himself into the ground and yeah. took a pill and did gun, like gun, like gun, gun spin top or whatever it was, and like you you did to to knock hella fodder out. Um, I see. Yeah, but he did. He doesn't. He completely avoids the fodder here to the point where when he's going straight for Arlong, 
he's going up the rocks, right on the yeah. side. That's because you and see Zoro slice the one that get that 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 uh tries to yeah, bite Luffy. Yeah, that's actually a good a, a good point. Yeah, and yeah, Zoro yeah. slices him, and then he just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you keep going, like, and it's just like I get it. I, I like I understand. Like even in the anime, I could potentially see that. But I, but I know the difference between why they're doing that in the anime versus why they're doing that in the live action. Anyone that's like not a, a One Piece fan, they wouldn't pick up on that. But I, I did because it's like, okay, I haven't been seeing Luffy fight like fodder much in in the in the live action at all. And the one time where I thought I would see him fight some fodder to like you know flex his power or skills or whatever. He could they completely like bypassed it and just had Zoro do it because I mean, let's be real, it's way more cheaper and way more easier to incorporate Zoro's and Sanji's fighting because yeah. they don't use devil fruits, That's so have more of them fighting and it not cost much at all. Versus like Luffy, you can't have him fight too much without <clears throat> you know going ham on the CGI. So, yeah, I'm so I'm praying. That because of that uh, that disparity, I hope that Netflix grants them a bigger budget just for that. You because would I, you would think so, right? You would hope so, right? Like every every new season would would have a little bit bigger budget with the sets that it brings. This shit was huge already, man. Yeah, it was, I think it was. I think they said it was like the third or fourth biggest Netflix. TV series yeah, budget. Yeah, it was right behind Game of Thrones or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, this this one was huge. Send amount of success. There's only so much, but I guess it could always get bigger. It's potentially, yeah. Uh, but uh, on the choreography, though, I will say Sanji. I I remember seeing the tweet before the live action how much he worked on his his actual martial arts and stuff like that, the actor. But seeing it in the show, that was impressive. I think Sanji. I think Sanji had my favorite fight scenes. Like his moves were so beautifully choreographed it felt like very intentful uh he was doing some cool shit i like sanji's fighting a lot i had a good time watching sanji one thing that you that like that since you brought that up one thing about uh fight scenes in general you could tell if it's a good fight scene or if it's a good uh fight if the actor knows what they're doing in terms of martial arts if you see less cutaways and you know uh like there's some like action shows right where people are quote unquote fighting, but because the actors don't actually know how to fight, they have to do a lot of of cut cut uh cut camera angles, if you know what I mean, to cop mm-hmm. to to make it look more uh better or more realistic or whatever. But here, when we see Zoro and Sanji fight, there were there was barely any of that. And you just see straight up fighting because these guys actually know how to do their shit. <laughs> so and I think Jackie Chan said that too. Like, what that's a marker of a of you know, of a person that knows how to fight is less cutaways. And you also yeah. see that in martial art films too. Like, you don't see you see the stark difference between martial arts films and action and like Western action films and stuff where the person doesn't necessarily know how to fight. There's a stark difference in like how they do camera angles and stuff because they don't have to because the person mm-hmm. knows how to fight. So. <laughs> so yeah, I got I got that here. I got to give them a lot of credit for working on that, like because it, it it showed out. Like it was it was it was it was sick to watch the fight. Any thoughts on um the story, the writing, the cuts, like the decision making? Well, what are we feeling? 
How do y'all feel about the B plot with Garth? Because <laughs> a lot of people either feel negatively about it or are okay with it. Like I think that the Garth choice was one of the better creative decisions that they made. I wasn't as mad at it as some of the other creative choices they made with the story. Okay, I feel that. Um, what about you, Wyas? I think I think I, I okay. I'm not gonna lie. As I was watching it, I was I was a bit uh, skeptical. I was like, because mm, to, to me, I thought it was a bit out of character for Garp to chase Luffy and saying the whole because the whole thing about like, oh man, pirates have to be brought to justice. I'm not gonna let him go his own way type shit. I was like, even though he said all he says all that in the manga, sure, but he he lets him do whatever he wants, um, and he only really shows regret for it, you know, at the end of Marineford. Um, but so yeah, I thought it was weird. But then when I when I realized it was all a test, I actually was like, you know what, I that was I, I don't hate it. And in fact, I I I think it was cool. I think Mister pointed out in the first episode that they have a lot of like they're paralleling Luffy and Kobe a bit more, and I thought that was a cool way to have Kobe and Helmepo's. Uh, like, you know, beginning of their friendship and how they start training under Garp. I thought it was cool to see all that. Um, and it was cool to see, like, Helmeppo warm up more to Kobe type, like that. So, you know, that, that that happening was was very dope to see. So I think it I think it created a lot of cool uh, moments for Kobe and Helmeppo. And I think the, another thing was, like, you know, Garp talking to Zeph was really sick. That was fucking that amazing. Was insane, yeah. That was such a fire yeah. scene. Uh, and also, like, uh, how, you know, talking to Mihawk, like it was, it was, it was. Like, I think it created a lot of cool stuff, and so I wasn't mad at it. And then in the end, I felt, you know what, that was pretty fair. I, I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't hate it. Okay. Well, what about yourself? You or oh, that too? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I haven't spoken in a while. I thought he was doing something. Mister, yeah. you good, brother? Oh no way! I hope he hasn't been talking this whole time. Mister, we cannot hear you, bro. Mister, he's just chilling. That's the funny thing. I'm looking at the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic, bro, your mic, nah, your mic is muted, brother, no. See the thing? Hello? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, bro, I was talking this whole time. Shit. No. Yo. (laughs) Yo, it is so tough. It is what it is. All right, so you asked me what I thought of Garp, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually really liked uh, what they did with Garp. Um, I still find it funny that Garp is Scottish and Luffy got a Spanish accent. That shit Uh, is weird to me. That shit's so funny. Uh, So that's why I'm I'm curious on when we get Dragon, what what accent this guy got. (laughs) But, uh, um... To me, it kind of makes sense, though, because if throughout the, the manga, right, you see the cover photos, Garp is visiting all the areas that Luffy was at. That's how he get Kobe and stuff like that. And then you see their training, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like this was a great way to, like, showcase that. Even though they did take this part of, right, him confronting Luffy from Water 7, and they put it early on. So, and also the reveal the fact that Garp is Luffy's grandfather, because that, that also was... Later. That was like episode four, yeah, and it was, yeah. it was like, yeah, yeah. It's super early on uh, in this, so, but, you know, I thought it was a great touch, and then the fact that he ended up testing him, um, and I also did, like, that Garp, what's it called, called Mihawk, uh, I like that change yeah. with Don Creek, Mihawk was, because remember, Mihawk was chasing Don Creek, so, uh, it was nice, uh, 
you know, you call in the Yonko, like, hey, uh, not Yonko, wow, Warlord, uh, and be like, yo, can you check uh, check out my grand my grandson? Yeah, yeah my grandson. So, uh, I really like I really like the Garb change, and uh, I'm curious what they're gonna do with him later on. Now that he's like, you know, you do your thing. Uh, will he be more prominent in season two, or he's just chilling? You know what I mean. I think I think it probably depends on like, what they want to do with Kobe, because if because yeah. I feel like if they want Kobe to keep being a central character, which I hope they do, um, then maybe we might see Garp a bit more. But yeah, I have a feeling he's gonna take more of a backseat until maybe Marine Ford, like depending on how far they get. Obviously, I think another cool thing about Garp being there was that like I feel like all I feel okay, even though I think some of the cuts kind of hurts, I think. All of them were supposed to give East Blue as a saga a lot more of direction and flow. And I think that was well well done. Like I think Garp being like a bit of a almost essential antagonist this entire time was like a cool little like lot like a like a chain or like a link throughout the entire episodes. You're always like, oh, is Garp gonna catch up with Luffy? How's that gonna go? How's the interaction gonna go? Um so I thought it was cool to give East Blue a lot more direction and flow between arcs. Uh, so I definitely think that was a good thing. It gave, like, it gave, it gave a, like, a, it gave a more complete feel to the arc. So I think it was, it was good for that too, and just how it felt for the entire arc. I so yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Garp uh, being there. I think, and like, I think it's also like another change. Like it's supposed to, like, as it's only eight episodes. You're supposed to catch people. You're supposed to make have them feeling content. So I think that was a good ending, a good resolution. You know what I mean? Yeah. To give them the end of the season. I also did really like the, the Garp, like the ship scenes right when he starts picking up the cannonball and he chucks yeah. it at them i was like i was like i wonder if they're gonna do that and they did and then luffy does the balloon like uh i, I really enjoyed that um and also garp's revelation of luffy at the end right when he's holding him and luffy's just laughing at and he's like i've always been a pirate like i thought that was that was pretty nice yeah i also really really like that scene i that i really enjoyed because like you know the the idea of what a pirate is is like you know and being about you know rule breaking and being free it, it was cool to see more of that coming towards the end of the season so yeah i think our was it was, was a good addition i think some of the cuts hurt my feelings like not having johnny and yosaku was sad to me even though they're yeah. pretty minor in the yeah. grand scheme of things um but the only reason i was sad is because i really want to see that scene of them sitting in front of arlong park and just telling the villagers like no nah, the only people we're yeah, gonna yeah, go yeah. through are luffy and his crew that yeah. shit is one of the, my favorite things in east blue so i was sad that wasn't there but you know it, it, it's all gonna be like that i understand the cuts and stuff like that yeah uh, uh i want to ask right. i want to ask y'all what omissions did you guys wish weren't omitted from the show like uh, an example hachi not being in it right uh, yeah, I agree. I, that was, that was wild. I, I thought that I'm was. I'm not gonna lie, Tachi did not matter to me. Hey, hey, that's fine because the other people have you know other opinions. Some people didn't like that he wasn't in it because and when he was in it, we got to see Zoro right fight someone that had eight swords, right? I'm, I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, Zoro yeah, pulled out the the devil. Like that would have been crazy to if they did that. The, or like, imagine that he did he did Oster that early. That would have been yeah, insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that hurts. The only reason that hurts because like you know, obviously he becomes an important character in Sabote. So well, yeah. I still think he can, right? He's just not introduced until. Yeah, that. that's why. That's why yeah. I don't. I don't think it's really that like, him specifically is not the one I would say because. Sure, but I I, I kind of have to fight against that because remember in in Fishman Island he was telling Jimbei, uh, he's like, yo, the shit me and Arlong did to this girl Nami, like we cannot be forgiven for it, yep. and it gave more of a. You see his redemption. That. That's true. That's yeah. true. Because no, Arlong is the people that were like terrorizing Nami, and that's why Jinbei wanted her to, to apologize to her for letting Arlong into the world. So I think that gave a more personal connection to Nami. So that's why I feel like Hachi was important in this arc to be in here. But sure, he, he could appear later. 
uh, and still. And then also, to you also forget that. I mean, you also remember that. Um, and right before they get to uh, Sabodi uh, Archipelago, they uh, ran into Hachi to save him from Duval. Uh, and you know that's what and one of the reasons why he didn't want to see them was because you know he felt terrible about uh, what him and Arlong did to Nami, so he coded himself in black ink to make himself <laughs> seem mysterious about, <laughs> like, his appearance or whatever. And, you know, when they finally, you know, it's revealed that it's him, they all were on Hachi's ass, and they were like, Nami, you good? Like, you know, basically, like, it, and it, it's kind of funny. It's like, you good? We can beat his ass with you right now. You would, like, like it is no problem. You want you want us to do it? She's like, nah, nah, it's all good. Like, don't do it. But you know, you can still feel her tension a little bit until she starts warming up to him and the idea that he, you know, whatever. But that type of thing we we're going to completely miss out on now. Uh, which you know, like uh, Y has also brought up is the link to Jinbei and stuff like that, and the and the uh. And the tension and the um, importance of of those scenes tying in together, because that's one of the things we like about One Piece, right? Like how yeah. shit ties from the past to you know now, and stuff comes around full circle. We kind of that's something we're kind of going to miss now, but you know it's possible they could tie it back. You who knows that maybe because uh, someone said that Hachi was actually there, but he wasn't fighting. Uh, so, because um, I forgot what it was, but when you remember when they were doing the poker match or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I forgot exactly what they said, but I think it was either with the cards, or what they were saying, uh, that led to like the number eight or something like that, and the guy's name, which is like, which means six or something like that. One of the fishmen, their names is like a meaning for six or something like that, or eight or whatever. So people speculate that that was actually Achi. He just didn't actually fight. And they like, you know, they'll just say he off screen fought, quote unquote, and bring him full circle, even if they bring in a different voice actor or not voice actor, but a different actor altogether to play that role. Because, you know, roles change and stuff, especially if it was a very minute role, people won't even remember. Um, yeah. Or or but, they can honestly take another whole, like maybe the the, the karate guy could be the, the fishman in. in... You know, like later on that. Kurobi, yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Kurobi, yeah, they can, they can, they can, they can, they can, they can work around it. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, they have a lot of artistic freedom. What's uh, a, what's so. another one, you guys? That, that. I think uh, Gin in, in, in. I know he was there, and we saw Don Krieg in Baratier, but I think his interaction, uh, where he was like, he couldn't, he couldn't comply with, uh, fully with Don Krieg's orders. I think that was a, like a bit of a cool thing we missed. Yeah. Um. But you know, Don Krieg's a jobber, so I didn't really miss him too much. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. One one thing. Right. To I I missed the fight. I I do think that the fight with Luffy and Don Krieg was pretty missed. Cool. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I I think that um, and this this goes into my one of my bigger gripes with the entire story is that a lot the parts of the source material that they did not adapt were some of the most important to the development of the characters and the emotional impact of the story. In the in the same breath that I said that they did the emotional peaks very well, they also missed out on some of the motivations 
behind some of these characters that leads to the bigger emotional impacts to other moments that they missed. Um, for example, uh, Luffy and Don Creed, them not having that fight, and Sanji not watching how Luffy fights against yeah. Don Krieg with Zeph in his ear telling him about what true freedom means and what it means to to, to pursue your dreams with no fear of death. Mm-hmm. That's what motivated Sanji to join them. You know what I mean? Or that's what put the bug in his back, even though it was them kicking him out. Um, that's what put the bug in his back to join them. Um, so I think without that fight, it definitely made Sanji's joining a lot more of a happenstance. Okay. Um, That's fair. I don't. I don't disagree. Yeah, it just I, felt like yeah. like he just he's like, yo, you know what? I will join them. Fuck it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it, it didn't. It definitely did not give the impact as well as the oh, the farewell was whack too. But that's I just completely agree. Yeah. I was waiting for that mind the whole time. I was waiting for the whole time because that to me is like the second time he turns around, he bows and yeah, he just, bows. Thank you for everything. That, I can, that see, shit the, I can see the panel in my head, the frame, yeah. them above sign. Fucking fire, man. So yeah, I was sad to miss that. That is one of my favorite things in East, in East Blue. So. That's definitely way better in the anime slash manga than, than the live adaptation. I definitely agree. Okay. I was going to say, too, because Sanji didn't see Zoro's fight against Mihawk. And that was also yeah. another motivator, too, for, you know, inspiring Sanji to leave, too. Oh, so. you're right. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, why are you like, like, why is he want to die so much? Blah, blah. He was, he was kind of going in on him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sanji was yelling. In fact, they kind of, you notice they delegated that role to Nami, basically. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, Sanji in the anime and manga, he was like, "Stop!" Uh, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. You're like, right. Like, Live, you fool! Stop like fighting for your ambitions. Don't matter if you die. Like, yeah, he said, die. "Give up your ambitions." Literally, yeah. like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is which is way different, you know. Stark in contrast, you know, to what Zeph was telling Sanji, like what Callie was talking about. How uh, Zeph was telling Callie, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was talking to Zeph the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. But uh, how he was telling Sanji to, um, you know, you're, it is okay basically to go for your ambitions, even at the cost of your life. Uh, and Sanji always felt that was stupid, obviously, because of his backstory and stuff. And yeah, without the Don Creek, a hell, even without him seeing Mihawk. You kind of take that out. You kind of rob that from Sanji, yeah. and I was salty about that. I was like, "Oh wow, nah, not that they did not include Sanji here." But I also felt like they wanted to delegate like all the like negative thinking to Nami, uh, even since the beginning, because you know her thing with pirates and everything, mm-hmm. and they even delegated Sanji's like ambitional. Uh, his views on ambition versus, you know, just staying alive. They had delegated that to Nami, but it makes sense too, because if you think about it, Nami's kind of the same, at least at the beginning, because she cared more about money and, you know, saving her village and everything than her actual dreams uh, to just so that she could, you know, help her village. So it makes sense why they do it, but yeah, they did rob that from Saji though. Yeah, so. actually, I, I didn't even realize that like how much, how much like her, like I'm, I'm realizing now that you say it, like her, her like melancholy and like low key sadness was like a lot more apparent in uh, the live action for sure. It definitely I'm, was. I'm trying to think of what other omissions I might have missed. Mister, did you have any in mind? Uh, damn. 
Oh, uh, Choo Choo, bro. The dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Choo Choo. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, that's another one. That, that's absolutely another that, one. That, that is true. Uh, that whole extra storyline. That would have got these death. Western niggas, man. Yeah, yeah no. You put a dog in there? Or Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah. Bro. The lion, on, bro, man. who fucking the the dancing lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. Uh, Buggy did. Buggy did mention that actually. He did. He did. Buggy's he did. Like, Yo, where's my lion? Where's my lion, bro? Like shit. <laughs> I will say I did like that the change though of he turned that whole town into a big circus. I agree. Uh, I agree. You know, like and then chained up all the all the all the villagers and they're there to just laugh. Like I thought that was that was that was a nice change and very uh, menacing. Yeah, I. Don't, I I don't have any gripes with any of the location changes. The 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 things that they changed visually were all for the, all the set pieces were fucking ridiculous. Absolutely, hey, yeah, top yeah. Tier ten out of ten, like yeah. crazy, like yeah, no, absolutely. But I will say what they did admit from that from the dog and stuff the importance of those scenes because yeah. you know they had it here in the live action where Nami she looked outside of the circus, saw the ruins and stuff, and she went the destruction, to yeah. Yeah, and she said, like, basically, you know, pirates are all evil, like, all of them, blah, 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 which is kind of the same as, like, the anime slash manga, where she was yelling at Luffy, like, you know, you you all pirates are the same, blah, yeah, blah, blah, and Luffy, him, yeah. yeah, and Luffy is over here, like, I don't care what you say, da, 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 but... So real. Uh, <laughs> facts. <laughs> I love that scene so much, but the stark difference here is that because of the fact that they have Luffy and his crew take a more heroic role, a more one-to-one hero heroic role, there's no ambiguity at all uh, based off of that pirate title. Versus, like, the manga and anime, they help the mayor, right? Mm-hmm. And Luffy knocks out the mayor yeah, yeah. <laughs> to deal with Buggy. <laughs> and yeah. then when they see that their mayor is knocked out, and they asked who did it. They asked who did yeah, it. Yeah. And he's like, I did. <laughs> exactly. And they chase Luffy and his crew, but the dog is stopping them because yep. the dog knows what's up. Yep. yep. And, and, and the mayor knows what's up. And, he, and he's running to them like, those guys are amazing. Like, da, da, da. And everybody else is confused. It destroys the ambiguity of what it of what a pirate means in the One Piece world yeah, versus yeah. like, like it it's more like one to one here in the live action. That's fair because Luffy just keeps saying like I'm a different kind of pirate. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that, that's, that's, I'm that's, a different kind of pirate. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I, he said he said that like multiple times. Bro. Yeah. Like, they, talk, they they stay they stay talking about why like why yeah. they are the, I think it's a big difference between regular One Piece. Like niggas like Luffy just does shit in regular One Piece. This one. He talks about why he does shit. Yeah, it's, like, it's a lot more inter- left up for interpretation in the source material, for sure. As opposed to everything kind of being blatantly put out. That's definitely the Western influence. Yeah, a thousand percent. So I'm not, uh, it, it's all good. Um, how the do you guys only, feel about... Oh, go ahead. Go right the, ahead the, no, yeah, the only other part of the story that really left me with a, a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth was... Um, like I was talking about earlier, the Nami scene, I think that she, as an actress, pulled off the scene magnificently, Chef's Kiss. I think that they didn't set her up properly for the scene. One of the biggest gripes, I think, in this whole story was the way that they handled Nami's betrayal of her villagers. Instead of having it so that the villagers knew the whole time, they made it so that she was the secret hero 
and yeah. nobody knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I that. think that that definitely took away from the emotional impact of the scene because I think part of that scene was that right before that, she finds out the villagers knew the whole time and that they're gonna about to go die for her. Yeah. And then there's nothing she can do about it. And I think that just adds so much depth to that scene that was taken away because of the, the differences that they decided to take in the live action. I, 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 that's actually, I, I think that's a really good point. I, I wasn't, a, and me just personally, I, I, I didn't like, I liked it better when Nojiko, uh, I like Nojiko in, in the live action. I liked it better when she was, um, she was more of the caring big sister, just here for Nami's side, as opposed to, you know, getting duped by Nami into hating her. It was, I, I just wasn't a fan of the dynamic. Or I like I'll not say I wasn't a fan. It wasn't bad. I like the I like the original dynamic better. I completely agree yeah. with you. I think I think both of them are fine. I think I think both of them are good in their own ways. Cause yo, when Nojiko like it that scene was raw when you when Nojiko was seeing Nami dig up her uh their mother's grave and she's like, Yo, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. You lost your damn mind. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got the shovel, like, oh shit. I was like, I felt that scene. I was like, yo. Like <laughs> hey, maybe I'm too attached to the source. I, I wasn't no. a fan. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I don't, I don't I don't I don't I'm actually on your side, Kelly. I think the the like the big point is that like Nami feeling like she was alone when she, technically like in the live action she was more alone because right. she really was yeah, yeah. like yeah, like, really was against everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though obviously she was working for them, like in the end, but like they didn't know that. And in the in the anime, it's more like, or the men, the source is more like, like you know, we're letting you sacrifice for us, but we we can't do much more about it. But we support you type shit. So I, I agree with you. Now that you pointed out, I didn't really think about it like that. That's that's yeah. a, that is a big I mean, change. But I like I, I enjoyed this one too. Like I like I said, that moment, like that mod said, I I fuck with that too. So in the moment, I don't feel bad about it, but I definitely do prefer. The source material and yeah i do prefer point. at the end of the day yeah i do prefer the source material because i do think that was better but if 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 i had to uh, i allowed myself to i allowed myself to be immersed into like this version of one piece so I, and like i said i always view this type of one piece as like a a different you know version slash what if slash you know whatever qualifiers you want to throw out there right but I feel like because I was allowing myself to immerse into the story and allow the changes to be different and try to view it as a non one as kind of a one piece fan, but at the same time not one piece fan because I didn't want my preconceived notions to seep into the story so hard that it ruins it for me. So because of the fact that I allowed myself to immerse into this version, I could see how in real life someone like that. Is like you know, they, especially they don't tell you what's going on, and they just like dicking in y'all's parents' grave. Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, no, like, I, 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 I don't, I don't think that because I, I, I feel like that's to say that I, I haven't been allowing myself to be immersed in, into oh, it. No, you know no, what I'm no, saying? I'm talking, no, no, no. I'm talking, I, mean, I think you're talking about yourself. You. My point, you know what I'm saying? And I definitely feel like I was 100. percent Look, taking the story, yeah, this is all I've been telling people is I've been taking the story for what it is. The problem is when moments like this arise and they take me out of that immersion that I've been trying to put myself in, that's when I have a gripe with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the the story's not going to be able to 100% keep you in this place, especially we're all One Piece fans. Some of our, like, preconceived emotions yeah. is going to sip in, that's in- inevitable. I just get, I'm just saying, like, for me personally, I... Like my preconceived notions wasn't able to seep into that particular aspect 
of of the One Piece live action. That's Whereas, true. Like, for someone else, I can see how it can seep in and stuff like that. So that's all I was saying. That for me, I was able to not allow the immersion to break. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. but I but it's completely different for depending on it's going to be different depending on the One Piece fan and stuff like that. You know. So. But uh, but yeah, overall, I think I really do think the cuts were purposeful and like they weren't too uh, invasive. Yeah. Uh, even as like a like you know like when we're looking at it from our lens of like being manga readers or whatever. So yeah, I I actually was, I was skeptical, but I give them a lot of credit. Out. I'm definitely gonna watch season two, not even just to be able to talk about. It, I'm definitely gonna watch it just to see how they do it. So yeah, they did I'm announce excited. season two, so which is hype. Yes, and, sir. And the writer strikes over too. So yes. 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 Yeah. Huge, uh, and I think Jamie Lee Curtis is coming as Dr. Kareha because the showrunner Matt Owens uh tweeted at her, like, Yo, yeah. you, don't need, you don't need a we got you, you don't need a lobby for yourself. We'll, we'll oh, talk yeah, I remember she, she put out an Instagram post yeah. saying she saw the fans and she was willing to play the character, so, so yeah, because she's a fan and of One Piece, great. which is sick. Oh, that dude. is really cool. I can't speaking, lie. Speaking, of, cool. speaking of like uh season two stuff. I did not know there was a post credit scene at the end of episode eight. Yes, there was. Yeah. Like uh like the very last scene. I did I was bro, I, I actually Are you talking about after the smoker scene or no no no, 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 no. Smoker. I'm talking the, about the smoker, the smoker scene. scene. Okay, yeah. Okay. Bro, I was in this room, I was sitting right here about ten hours ago, popping the fuck off, bro. <laughs> like I was like, No way, dude. So that that really that 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 baffled me. That was so cool. So yeah, I think Kali you mentioned it. Like there are times where you're just looking at the screen, you're like, yo, this is I was so geeking. Sick. I'm, yeah, I'm no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, so I had a lot of those. Like, I that was, was one of them. Geeking there, I was geeking when they showed the, you know, the sail, like the mask, like finally yeah, the straw hat, like that was, yeah, like that was sick. Gideon shit, that was nice. That was they like, was hiding it from us. I was like, yo, where's the scene where Usopp draws it? Where's the scene where Usopp draws it? So yeah, I agree. That like they 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 took their time giving it to us, so it felt it like it really paid off. It was so, a nice. Was it was a nice yeah. ending, you know, like they yeah. like and then they going. Uh, uh, what. <sighs> One thing, one change I forgot that I that I did like was that they killed off Mary, right? Because Mary didn't yes. die, die. Mary didn't die in the in the anime manga, right? Yeah, yo, not, I yeah. was shocked. Yeah. Yo, can we talk about their willingness to kill off characters? In yeah. this Minority hunter Zoro, baby. Ugh, yo, that, 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 that Mr. Sadio, he was he's killing everybody. He's like, yo, I'm slicing uh these fishmen. I'm killing killing off the gills. Like shit, bro. Like he was really. He was killing everybody. The, the, the live action, I think we talked about it when we talked about it, uh, when we talked about the series a little bit a few weeks ago, but the live action's willingness to get into the, the gritty, the dark, the darkness and the gore, the explicitness of, of the story that, that Oda is terrified to touch is is definitely mad sick. Yeah, it's cool. Like that's why I think that's why I actually like I really think the 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 unique ability it will have is to be different uh so yeah. that's a perfect one where people are actually getting smoked and getting killed off. i thought it, what the one thing i will say about mary dime was that uh when they show kaya at the end when they're looking at luffy's uh one uh, post i was like damn she really has no mates anymore or like no no butlers or anything like she is living by herself so yeah he really cooked he really cooked mary i couldn't believe it i didn't i, I got a spoil for me i heard that he died somewhere so i wasn't too shocked uh, okay um but but like I, I was, I was still like, "Whoa, god damn, he really smoked this nigga live." Yeah. That was crazy. He did. Oh, by the way, Kuro was amazing. Kuro was sick. Oh yeah. Let's Kuro. talk. Let's talk about the 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 villains real quick. Like, cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I thought they were through and through. There, I thought they were pretty spot on. Uh, I agree. We talked about all that a little bit, but Kuro was definitely really good. Mihawk yeah, was exceptional good. as well. Yeah, 
I actually oh, put, put this, brought this out. This, oh, Mihawk, baby. Yeah. Mihawk was awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was weird as hell, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Yeah, was, the way you said that shit, that shit was hard, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Mihawk was sick. And I think uh, I think Buggy stole the show mod. And that's what you were going to say. Easily, easily. Easily. Yeah, Buggy was ridiculous. Was freaking phenomenal. Um, when, and I like that he was present throughout the whole seat. The whole seat. Yeah, that was yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. It was different, and to have Arlong pull up, I was like, "Oh, this is different." I like yeah, that. That's that's that is the cool kind of cut that I'm talking about. One that gives flow to East Blue. That was a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you think about it, East Blue like was a lot of it is just its own thing. A lot of uh, a lot of islands. Visit, there was barely any continuity, but they made it flow very well in the live action. Like, you know, you have Arlong, and it makes sense too. Arlong was the top dog in East Blue before yeah. Luffy. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense to have Arlong pull up on Buggy, like, yo, clown, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. Putting him in his place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I like, I like that the Grand Line map was like a big, the like deciding factor for that. That like everyone wanted that shit, and there was only one of them in the East Blue. Like that, that was so cool. That gave a lot more flow to it as well. Seriously, like I loved overall the and and I and now that we're talking about it, I kind of see why they did the Garp thing, like how they did, because technically Garp was in the uh, East Blue uh, stuff in the manga anime, right? But he was like in the distance, yeah. training and and Helmeppo, and that's all we ever saw. And yeah, he but, if you saw he was going to each location Luffy was at. You know, yeah. before that, so like, that's why I, I like that how they did that because they kind of incorporated that. Like, you know, he's he heard a straw hat, a straw hat kids coming out. He's like, oh, that's definitely Luffy. I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. see, I gotta find out for sure. You know. Yeah, but I will say though that Axe that Morgan Axe Morgan, I I do kind of feel like they they kind of like unjustifiably took him out of the series <laughs> like that makes sense because in the anime of manga he was like terrible to the citizen he was a menace for real yeah yeah he was he was soldiers and everything like that now i guess one to argue that you know it was the spirit of axe morgan was through Helmeppo because obviously if Helmeppo's doing bullshit and axe morgan is not like directly stopping him from doing his bullshit that you can just argue like okay yeah no it's the same because it's being enforced through someone else blah, blah, blah. he's being complacent with it but and so that's why i understand why garp was like you know it it starts with the leaderships and that's why he like, took axe morgan out basically you know yeah. and i get that but i can't say i feel the same animosity towards him here as i did in the anime and manga because this dude was crazy and i think it was even worse in the manga because in the manga he killed he killed one of his dudes he one of his yeah. soldiers yeah he bro directly killed him yeah so, so i'm surprised that they didn't do that here in the live action especially their willingness to kill off people I think that it could have been crazy to see Axe Morgan like just kill a Marine, and that would have showed the audience that Marines aren't the good, aren't always good guys or anything like that. And it would have brought it home to the audience more, especially to non One Piece fans. But the fact that that didn't happen, yeah, I was yeah. like, hmm, I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Another uh, a standout for me, I know for Wahas was Helmeppo. Uh, yes, sir. Like all those extra scenes with Kobe and Garp definitely helped um, 
develop Homepo more. We got to see that more, and I, I ended up liking Homepo at the end of it. You know, I was like, damn. Yeah. I was surprised. I think also it was cool to see him get like punked off early on, like that, like oh, Kobe's the one that's you know really impressive. Yeah. He knows yeah. how to tie on. He was already a sailor, something like that. Like he has a great character to begin with, and then Homepo having to like, you know, give his ego a backseat, and in the end, like him and Kobe were boys. That was so cool. And then episode yeah. four, uh, you know, Garp versus, you know, on the on the on the sheets on the on the sea versus Luffy when the ship gets destroyed and Kobe saves some people's life. Like he, he he grabs him when the mask is coming down. There, like we, I, it was so cool, especially especially knowing what we know and seeing what we've seen lately of those characters yep. in the manga. No, like getting to see a little bit of like how that builds. Like I'm never I'm never gonna complain about that. So yeah, yeah. was a actor did a great job and everything. So yeah, what are you gonna say, brother? Because we didn't get that right. We didn't get to see like all, this change in in the, in the, in the in the source. So that yeah. that was definitely nice. Um, that was dope. Uh, I think also Zeph was like oh yeah the character in Baratier. Like I yeah, loved it. Yeah. He was he was fucking dope. Yeah. Just uh, that they did the backstory super well, especially for that one, bro. Like they they did the whole uh. Because the anime, they don't. Zep doesn't eat his leg in the, in the anime. It's only yeah, in the it manga. Gets, it, and, it gets cut off. Yeah. Yeah, it gets cut off. Uh, trying to save Sanji, but in the manga, he actually eats his leg, and I'm glad that they did went with that in the live action. Yeah. The yeah. the the emotion in that scene was really really. I thought Zoro, by the way, I thought Zoro was my. I think he was my favorite kid actor. Like okay. his, the, his emotion versus Kuina, I really thought it was like. Well, Sanji was also up there, but yeah. I like Zoro over Squeen a lot. Luffy, I was kind of about. Uh, bro, you know what, what? What one of my gripes is the fact that Luffy's kid actor got no accent, and then here comes Inyaki <laughs> as adult Luffy with an accent, bro. Yeah. And yeah. and now as a rewatch, I can't un unhear it. I'm like, yo, this kid's speaking per perfect English, bro. Like he's from New York, bro. Like I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> I do think they kind of botched that casting a little bit with the kid actor versus like you know grown actor, mm -hmm. especially and not even just with the asset, but. The personalities were also starkly different. Like Luffy was more angry as a kid. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, he he was not smiling as much. He was not like you know enjoying himself. He just felt more like he was. He, I feel like he was like that in the source. Was he like more angry? You know, the few times we he saw him, angry. yeah, he was pretty angry. He was always angry at Shanks for leaving him. He was angry at the bandits. He was angry at Gar. He's angry. He was, at, he was angry at Shanks. Uh, like. Being punked by the bandit too, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, he was he was a pretty feisty kid. But I thought I saw Luffy like laugh sometimes when with the Shanks shenanigans. Now, I mean, obviously not the points where they were making fun of him because he was just like, "What the fuck? Stop making fun of me!" But I saw him like you know have some fun, but it felt like in the I don't know. I Yo, Loki, bro, thinking back on it. I I don't think that nigga smiled very often at all during that first arc. Now that I, I think I have, about it, I have one picture of it. I think it's literally when Makino gives him food. I think that's the only time I can think of him smiling. Yeah. When he's ready to eat. That's the only time. I can, at one panel is the only time I can think of it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's maybe it's my later context that is blending in with with what I remember because I do like remember you know the stuff with Ult with uh Uta with Ulta. Uta. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uta and you know the stuff with uh. Ace and uh, them when they were yeah that's not that that that, that yeah all that, that, is, all that is kind of blending into like my impressions of Luffy even as a kid but yeah you're right in the very very first like stuff yeah it, it I guess he wasn't like laughing and enjoying himself as much or maybe he was but we just didn't see it but like it still feels different 
Like, you know, they play in Beak Sake in, uh, in the, cavern, in the caverns and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's the tone is just dramatically different for like Kid Luffy in the live adapt a- adaptation versus like Luffy in the manga or actually I would say anime because the anime will help the context of the manga in terms of feel. So because of that, I'm feeling like Luffy's just different. He just feels different. I don't know if that might be just me, but he just feels different in terms of like how he wants to express himself versus like as he got older. But I could be, yeah, it could be just me though. No, that's fair. I think it's that is that is fair. Um, any other standouts? I can't really like. I feel like we talked about the characters, the cast, the writing, Kobe. The story. Yeah. Yo, as, it's, it's <laughs> Kobe is like Kobe is great here. Don't get me wrong. I I like the direction they did with Kobe, but I also feel like you know Kobe. I, I do wish that they had Kobe stand up to Avita mm. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like they did in the uh, anime. Yeah, that's definitely another one of those things from the source. That, that I was cut off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually I actually completely agree. I, don't, I actually don't think that uh, the payoff of his time in like with Garp early on, I actually, I think that I valued, I valued those moments more versus Alvita and also, you know, in Shellstown, like the, the, he has yep. two big moments that I think get cut out, so... Yeah, I think I I I also. But the thing is, I think Kobe as an actor though was perfect. Like he played Kobe to a T. I think it was dope. Yo, um, one of the things about the cast that I love so much was the 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 physical likeness to the characters in the manga. Like it's hard to obviously put a character to a a, a live action to a real a real human, but mm-hmm. a lot of these characters like they look like they were pulled straight out of the manga and. Into into reality, yeah. The casting could not have been better for a lot of characters. Yeah. I I completely agree. And and the costume uh, too, because like, you know, someone with green hair, you look goofy, but McKinney pulled it off. Like, you know, all the yeah, yeah. Like, no, Kelly's right about that. That's a fact. Actually, I was in the in the online episodes. I was looking at Nami's hair because I, it, it it occurred to me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a wig. Yeah. But then I was like, well, it kind of doesn't look like it in a lot of in a lot of this in a lot of the tests. So yeah, they they the production was just purely fire. Like they 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 killed it. They did, man. Oda, Oda, Oda made sure he's like, no, 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 you're not releasing this until it's perfect. Um, That's I wonder what changed, man. I wonder what made him say like, no, nah, we need, this needs more time in the oven. But it worked out because I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. So you know what it was? It was coming to terms with the fact that they're willing to kill off people. He was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> 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 like, hold on. <laughs> oh no, wait. Okay, Dale. Not in my story. <laughs> Pell better watch out for season two, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wait, so real quick, because we're probably going to wrap up in a little. Where, where do you guys see season two That's going? Well, I, I think in an in a eight-episode span, if we do the same as this season, I could see my my timeline. What I see is the first episode is, is Lowtown. Yeah. The second episode is Reverse Mountain slash uh, uh, Ski- no 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 not not Laboon Laboon yeah Reverse Mountain slash Laboon, and then the third episode would be Whiskey Peak. Um, going into Drum Island, right? 
Well, yeah, I think maybe you could do whiskey. Next piece. is Little uh, Garden, though, no? No, that's, that's what I meant. Little Little okay. Garden. I meant whiskey yeah. piece slash Little Garden. That's okay, what I meant. Okay. I think you could do both of those in one hour long episode. I and think then, the Mountain and the Lagoon, by the way, could definitely be half of the episode before and the next one. You know what I mean? Like it could be, it could be Motown into the one, one, and it ends with them being Laboon, and then episode two is Laboon, and then Whiskey Peak. I guess something like that. That's also I feel fair. Like, I feel like Mountain Laboon is like not that long. I feel like they've 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 stuck. Uh, yeah. they, they never really blended arcs into episodes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But like, also like. Albass is long as fuck. No, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But like, even All Wrong Park got two episodes. Yes, absolutely. It was two and a half. So I could definitely see, I could see Alabasta getting the last three episodes. Three. Maybe I even four. Maybe, maybe four. even four, yeah. Yeah, I, I could absolutely I'm see that. I'm seeing four. I'm yeah. seeing, it, unless they increase the uh, episode count. To ten? I wouldn't mind. That would be nice if it was ten. Well, so, I, I, if they do that, I think something, I think one of the arcs get cut from, um... From one of the pre alabaster arcs get cut. Wait, they need Drum Island for sure. You need Drum Island. Wait, no, no, wait, wait. Why, why would it get cut if they increase the episode count? Unless you mean it gets cut if they have alabaster being four episodes. If they have alabaster being four episodes, I don't think you're going to fit all the pre alabaster content in the four episodes prior. But that's why they would increase it, right? Like yeah, but that's the problem. He wasn't he wasn't responding to you saying what if it's ten. He wasn't responding to that. He was responding oh, to like oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That, that was confusing. That was confusing. Oh, but okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, like that's the thing. Something will get cut, and I think the one that makes the most sense maybe probably Little Garden. I think Lily Garden. A little Garden. I think uh, I think I think Little, little garden, garden for the for the practicality of it. I don't think they're gonna be able to do the whole giant thing. They might, yeah, they might. Oh, that is. I didn't even think. Honestly, about that. I oh. think Whiskey Peak gets cut. I, I, I think Whiskey, Whiskey Peak, Peak makes more sense story wise. It'd be a lot easier to work uh, the the important stuff from Whiskey Peak into into a different part of the story. I think practically it, it's gonna it'd be harder to. To, to bring Little Garden to live action. That's true. Like so the I could see one of the other. Yeah, I can definitely see one of the other being That's cut. That's an amazing point. Yeah, especially the reason, like cool. the reason why I can personally see Whiskey Peak getting cut is because they already established the the prerequisite for uh uh, for, uh Baroque works with yep. uh Seven. So one for Yeah. yeah mm. So because of that, I feel like they could just do a combination episode. And basically do it where all the stuff from Whiskey Peak, because honestly, Whiskey Peak, outside of the people there, you can kind of do away with it and just put Whiskey Peak within Little Garden. You know what I mean? And still have that uh, corporate incorporated into like Vivi and Robin and then Brogy and Dog and Brogy and uh, what's the saying? It's a. Uh, all into one jam-packed episode. They might. They honestly like. Also, to that point, is that in Whiskey Peak, those niggas come back, right? Like the I don't even remember the numbers anymore. Yeah. Um, they come like, back in Little Garden. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they could come back, but yeah, I really think Callie has a great point about the giants and like the CGI, the dinosaurs, and all that shit. Especially, especially if you're gonna do Laboon before, because that's another CGI, big CGI, like before that. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Oh, who knows? But also, and also. Um, they do get the log, the eternal post to Alabasta from Little Garden. So I wonder where that's going to come. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a great, a, a lot of ways to you know make that happen. Maybe in Whiskey Peak or wherever they decide to cut. But yeah, I think I obviously I think we all agree seeing it if it's eight or so episodes ending at the end of Alabasta. I'm sure. 
I think that's without a doubt. Um, but yeah, I think Cali, that's like a. So if something gets cut, it's Little Garden or a Whiskey Peak, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, no, I could definitely see it. I'm regardless. I'm definitely looking forward to season two for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I gotta see my Queen Robin. Yes. Oh and, my god. And Oda did officially. Oh, I agreed with that shit. That was dope. <laughs> and then Oda did officially say that Chopper will be in season two. So. Yeah. yeah, he did. Interested to see how they... I, you know, and, and I've seen a lot of skepticality. Skepticality a word? I'm going to search it up for you, big dog. Skepticality. <laughs> skepticism. I, I'm going to pretend it's a word. Skepticism. <laughs> it's definitely skepticism. Yeah, yeah. skepticism. Yeah, no, I know I was tripping. Uh, but I've seen a lot of skepticism about Chopper and CGI. But I think CGI in general, not just in the One Piece live action, CGI in general has come a long way. Where we've seen uh, animated uh animals furry creatures come to life in a live action setting and, and look great yeah in, in in the new sonic movie uh uh detective pikachu yep. um uh there was another one that i just can't think of off the top of my head i literally i literally thought of these examples right before this episode because i was gonna bring this up i'm so fucking mad there's another one, but i can't think of it but but yeah it, it I, I don't i think that it's it's definitely doable yeah yeah Ooh, another yeah. good example of that was actually the new Chip and Dale movie. Because uh, they... I don't know if you guys ever watched the old Chip and Dale movies with the uh, shows. I have not. The the little chipmunks that... um The Rescue oh, Rangers. I've seen these niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing yeah. age, brother, man. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they actually... Uh, on Disney, they actually re- like had uh, do a sequel movie, and it's them, like, in present day. Like, they were, they were actors, you know what I mean? But they're still CGI... Yeah. And you know, there's live people, and actually was pretty, pretty, pretty funny and pretty good. Um, you consider Alvin and the Chipmunks a good CGI? It wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, that was that was a while ago too. That was a while ago, and it wasn't bad. So yeah, yeah no, I, I I definitely think that they can do Chopper justice. I think yeah. that people shouldn't have a reason to be skeptical. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. To be honest, no, I'm oh, definitely excited. One hundred percent. I think. We're just afraid because I mean, you did mention Song of the Hedgehog, and it's beautiful now. But there was, you remember, yeah. <laughs> you remember there the was Ugly Sonic. If anything, that's a testament to how much better this should be. Because if anything, I'm pretty sure 99 percent of producers learned yep. from that mistake because yeah. that was one of the craziest turnarounds i have ever seen in in cinema in history. history yeah bro. yeah for real bro yeah, man, that was fucking crazy bro that was literally like a a big here's what you don't do sign to every yeah. single studio you know what i'm saying Absolutely. so fun fact that since you brought up the ugly sonic he was actually in the chippendale movie and they made fun of uh, they made they made fun wow. about that they were like yeah <laughs> So I remember seeing that clip on Twitter. That's the movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I bro, I remember seeing that clip on yo, Twitter. if you get a chance, yo, that movie is hilarious, bro. Like that, that shit was so good. Um, but I, they, I think they will do Chopper justice. We're gonna get um Jamie Lee Curtis as Doctor Kareha. Like, let's make it happen, bro. And yes, sir. and then I did, uh, I did, uh, I made a tweet yesterday because I would like the kid from Cobra Kai. He's also Blue Beetle, Zolo Mariduena to be ace. I think be awesome ace. Yeah, without knowing him, I saw your tweet and I looked at the difference. I was like, "Yo, this is perfect. I, I could really be ace. It's perfect." Yeah, and yeah that's the, that's. I just I didn't even. Oh, I didn't even take it in. We would see ace. We so would see ace. I would fucking love to see him in live action. That's oh yeah, right. That is sick. My yeah. actual goat. So yeah, that would be fucking fire. Um, yeah, definitely looking yeah. forward to season yeah. too. I can't wait. Uh, oh, before uh, we. Finished. There was a couple of things that I wanted to 
uh, highlight. Let's hear it. One, the effects. Because I had there's one effect in particular that I absolutely loved in the live action versus any other uh, medium for manga and anime alike. And that was the bounty. Yes. I love I love that. I love that shit. That shit was good. That shit was absolutely fire. I don't care what no one says is better than the anime and even the manga. Like the fact that the the one poster is just right there on fire and then they interact with it and smash yeah. it away like oh that's what he's got like when he came and he like used his uh, nose to like rip it up and shit like that. Like that yeah, no, that shit was Yeah, sick. like bruh, like God like with the music playing in the background to hype it up, like oh I like you know what that reminds me of? that remind me of Street Fighter Six. Here comes a new challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a godlike introduction to to hype up the uh the person like i like i hope they keep that up like if if they started doing some shit like that even remotely in the anime i would lose my fucking marbles like oh my god no that was a nice I mean, touch like, I'd, be, I'd be getting hyped like yeah you see that guy like that's that dude like <laughs> <laughs> like uh- Another thing I did, oh, I did before we like, like you said before we go. Um, I like the subtle use of um Shanks's hockey that they showed, and uh, when he yeah, warded yeah. off the the what was it? the Sea King, right? Yeah. Like I thought that was that was a nice nice touch. Yeah, the zoom out, the zoom in on his eyes, really. Yeah. What's going like? Well, tell us what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought they did a good job, and then like when the when the it reminded me of the scene in when Luffy does it in Sabote, um, the bull like. It, yeah. it goes from really, really, really angry to really, really calm and chill. Yeah. That when they zoom in on the Sea King's eye and it's really like it's a slit and it's really he's about to kill this nigga. Like and it, it, it blinks and then it's like the eye is way more relaxed. I thought that was a yeah. yeah I think they did that really, really well. Um, the one thing I remember, I, I'm glad you 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 held something off because I just I just remember I want to talk about this was the Easter eggs were amazing. Like just yes. perfect. Like the the way they bring up, like to me, I think. I don't know why it really caught me off guard, but it really was cool because it made it feel feel way more like a like an actual children's story and book was when Zora was KO'd and Nami was reading Mont Blanc. No, yes, yeah, oh. that was sick. that was that was really really. Sick. I was like, I, I was so taken aback, but then like, like like I said, it's like it's supposed to be a children's book. It's supposed to be a very famous story, so it makes perfect sense that like we're hearing about it early on uh, in in that kind of uh, scene. I that thought was- that was really really cool, uh, and like stuff like just hinting at. The, the Shanks, I thought like the Shanks Meox scene was done really, really well. Yes. Um, the ending, oh, bro, when, yeah, they, went, like, when yeah. they got hyped up with Luffy's bounty poster, that was sick, bro. That shit was hype. So, yeah, and I feel like they, I feel like they did a good job hinting at, like, you know, like this relationship is like, uh, I really, I like, we, we, we could, we could throw hands right now, right? So that, that was sick. And Shanks was like, yo, I could, I could, I could fight you if I wanted to, bro. I, <laughs> he said, I, I, that was I cool. could tie my hand behind my back. <laughs> that was funny. I, I actually, I actually, like, I started laughing when he said that shit. I was, I was like, fuck, why did I laugh at that stupid shit? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Bro, yeah, was funny. I love that scene so much. And it's funny because, you know, the Shanks versus Mihawk argument, everyone uses that scene to, like, talk about how, like, Shanks is, well, is not, is, not afraid of Mihawk, da da da, but Mihawk's afraid of Shakes, blah blah blah. But it was so cool to see it in a joking manner. And Shakes was like, "What? Nah, I can still take you." Yeah. One hand behind my back. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, 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 I kind of felt like the showrunners like did that intentionally because they know about that like argument or whatever, and it felt like a nod to like One Piece fans, yeah. <laughs> low key. 
Uh, just like my yeah. Minority Hunter Zoro. First scene, bro. <laughs> just, <laughs> bro they know what they're doing. Seriously. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I was right. like, geez. Um, oh, but actually, since you brought up Shanks, I was wondering, how do y'all feel about Shanks' performance? Uh, the guy that uh, acted, for, uh, acted for Shanks? Because I heard people say that they didn't, they wasn't feeling it. I liked him. I thought um, he was good. They said I had no qualms. Charismatic as the anime slash manga, like he's a little bit more uh, dry. Well, I, thought, I, thought, I thought he did a good job of that. Actually, yeah, I, I, I had I, no problems. Yeah, I, I know without like in charisma, I thought he was fine. Like as as fine as could be in terms of like being realistic and not being too corny. I thought I thought he, I thought he did a good job. He felt like I think the one thing I really liked about him was how much he was playing off his crew. It felt like he was. He can make them laugh on a dime. They really, you know, they focus him heavily. I thought, I thought he did a great job of that. But for some reason, I also wasn't. I was watching it, especially in the second, like the last scene. I was like, I kind of wasn't like blown off my feet by what he did. You know what I mean? I thought it was cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I am pretty in the middle about him. But I don't. I don't think he did a bad job of being charismatic. I definitely disagree with that. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't feel one way or the other. Actually, oh, what, what did you think? Oh, sorry. I, I like. I like Shanks. Um, yeah. I. It, it's not so. So I think the. The thing is that you he could definitely come off more charming in the sense because it'd be more blatant in like an anime slash manga setting because they get to be a little bit more over exaggerated and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, but, yeah. And, but I think honestly, the people that say he wasn't charismatic kind of forget what a charismatic person in real life would look like. You know what I mean? So in real life, they're not going to be as over the top. They're going to be a little bit more. You know, more chill, more smooth, more reasonable, more sounding, more like, you know what I mean? Like a lot more in the middle about things. And, you know, in the in an anime or in an animated work in general, when you're like that, you're going to come off as uh, less uh, charismatic and less energy. And people are going to say, like, you know, he's not really anything versus in real life, that stuff. People gravitate towards people like that naturally, who are more chill, more whatever in real life. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah I, mm. uh, I was just gonna say yeah. And there's some aspects of charismatic crossover that I still do see within the anime slash manga to the live action, in my personal opinion. But yeah, that I mean, that's just me. I think Shanks did a great job in my in my opinion. Oh. And it's crew. Because we are lucky rules. Oh, it's cool. Lucky rules. Well, my my only my only gripe was Ben Beckman. I feel like the casting was was the weak one out of the all of them, but everyone else was 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 sick. Lucky rule, Yasup. I still can't get over when he ricocheted that shot to to get to get the dude. I was just like, bro. Oh, that was cold. That was so cold. Yeah. And is it that was, that was the first thing you see uh, Usopp doing, right? With the slingshot, he's he's ricocheting off the pans into the, you know. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, no, nah, man, I really I really enjoyed the live action a lot. Uh, w- before we close, what would you guys uh, g- give a rating, if if you would? Let's say uh, out of 10. Season one altogether, yeah. for me, give it a solid 8 out of 10. I think I definitely would agree. Kelly. Yeah, the ten out of ten. Um, that's that's hard. I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of want to say eight, but I kind of want to say seven and a half. 
I, I was yeah, eight was my was my was my upper range. I think so. I'll say five, yeah, five. I'll I'll say eight because I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot. Eight out of ten to me is like this is really really yeah, it's good. It's good, a good piece like, of work. Yeah, this is a really good piece of work because seven any to me seven or higher is good. Seven is yeah. like okay, this is cool. I'm yeah. I, I'm interested. Eight is like okay, this is really good, and then like nine or tens is like. Great to like fucking perfect or something. Like I give it an eight point five. Yeah, I was saying like uh, like it really it, like one thing we have I think we have to say about it, and it will be said about it. You know, whenever people talk about it, is that it's the one that every live action before this people were hating on. It was trash. It was done. It was done terribly. No one had the formula, and they they crushed it. You know, like and I think that's actually a very commendable thing to be that person that's like, yo, why is this going so wrong? Like, let's take something. Let's let's do it the right way. Right, and, yeah. yeah, I think that's a commendable thing, and they 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 like hit it out of the park when it comes to that. So I really got to give them their flowers for that. Seriously, in every other studio from this point forward, if y'all are like adapting any anime, y'all have no excuses to yep. not make that shit good. That because sucks. if one if One Piece can put this much effort into it to make it passable. Every other anime that is nowhere near on the same like zaniness as One Piece, just y'all just have no excuse now. Like, yeah. Do you know the fact that the more realistic animes couldn't pull this off compared to the more whimsical One Piece is actually a testament to how great this adaption is. One hundred percent. It's really seriously. Definitely like, hats off to the cast and crew and then the production, all that good stuff. They definitely hit it out the park. Yeah, no matter how we may personally feel about it, they definitely accomplished the goal. Yeah, they did, and and you you felt the heart, you know, you felt the passion in it. That's why when IGN gave that their review when it first came out, saying that it had no heart and it was too close to the source, but I'm like, man, IGN is <laughs> so trash. Like now, bro, like that was crazy. A problem that is too close to the source materials. Wasn't that the complaint of like every other anime adaptation? Was yeah. that they deviate from it? Yeah, it's like that, shut up. That dude. they deviate from it so hard that the soul isn't there, or like yeah. the heart of the original adaptation of the original source material isn't even in it anymore. Like, mm -hmm. but now it's too on point. Like, what type of like what? I yeah, what, like, what what are we doing here, man? <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, I, I know Oda's very happy. Uh, he had the crew and the the live cast and the voice actors over for dinner like two weeks ago, apparently, because uh, both Zoros were into were being interviewed and they were talking about it. So that's cool, man. You know, wow. like seeing how involved Oda is, like, it, it's awesome to see. You know, that's my that's my guiding light. Like, I would never have yeah. felt it without Oda being here, so I'm not surprised he's having a big part of it. And that's and gonna, keep me, trust, gonna keep me, gonna keep me tapped in. Oh, yeah. and Oda we trust, and Oda we trust, baby. And with that, Seriously. I think, oh. uh, oh, go ahead, Mod. One, one other thing, did anyone <laughs> get a chance to watch it in subs? Uh, I started to, Misa, Misa definitely did. Yeah. I started to, I started, I didn't get to finish it yet, but uh, it's pretty dope seeing them, uh, see hearing the voice of Japanese voice actors. Actually, it's different. It's definitely different. Definitely worth 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 checking out. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna try. I'm gonna check it out. It's a different feel because you 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 hear the voice actors and like it's them. You know what I mean? Like so, right. like uh, I did, like I just watched the first two episodes and I I liked it so far. I think maybe a little bit more, but you know, uh, I'll definitely let you know when I finish watching it subbed. 
Okay, cool. All right, that's it, though. Work. All right, and uh, I think with that, uh, you guys, we good? That's it for today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, yo. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate it. Um, drop, a, drop us up. Help us get to 200, man. Uh, our last video got over 400 views, which is awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, we're just going to keep grinding, bro. And giving out more One Piece. I think we have a chapter next week. Yes, sir. So, and will we be back? Will we be back on Cali stream next week? Question mark? We should be. Uh, should be? Oh, or, plus, awesome. Plus. That's awesome to hear. Awesome. So, yo, real quick, big shout outs to, to, the, to the boy, Mr. G, for holding it down with the host. Yeah. And, and, uh, it was nice to just to just sit back for once and just let let it have to handle the, the whole streaming day thing. I can't lie. Hey, we could always be, copy my shit. <laughs> we could we could always always alternate, Kelly. That's not not yeah, for, sure, for sure, for sure. No, I do appreciate you, though, brother. Of course, of course. I mean, you know, we're a family, and this is what we do. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. And we are 19 episodes away from 100. So Sheesh. we're almost there. But um, thank you all for being here, yo. And with that, peace. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Who gonna get down? We are. We are. This that Troy has sit down. We are. We are. Who the crew with the fleet? We are. We are. Who gonna peace that one piece? We are. We are. Who gonna get down? We are. We Straw hat, sit down, we are. we are Who the crew with the fleet, we are, we are. Who gon' piece that one piece, we are Straw hat, sit down, crew in the building We promoting to these other podcasts We gon' put these people in their feelings When they hear this and they know that They can't top this We spit facts and we popping Every time an episode is dropping We see D3 in the corner Mister, that's a real G With the green screen in the background And I'm looking like he in a real scene We got Big Mod in the cut Always ready with rebuttals, buddy. Bring the knowledge when we in the huddle, so you know the crew is never gonna fumble. Yeah. And it's wild, last but not least. If you ask me, then Cali, mad at Captain, make a rally around me. Every Sunday, we gon' run deep. And we can't stop until we find out about that one piece. Who gon' get down? We are. We are. This that Troy has sit down. We are. We are. Who the crew with the fleet? We are. We are. Who gon' piece that one piece? Gonna get down, we are. This that straw hat, sit down, we are. Who the crew with the fleet, we are. Who gonna piece that one piece?